Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Every category of person, place, and thing listening. We are back on the Woke Bros with my great friend and comrade, Big Waz. Waz, how you doing, man? Yo, yo, what's up, man? I'm good, man. It's, it's finally sunny again in, in Southern California. It's no longer 52 degrees on the high, man. I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great, y'all. In Brooklyn, it's sunny and 50 degrees, so I'm feeling great. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, with us steering the ship is the evil genius apprentice, Rob Lopez. He works and orchestrates the whole bomb feed, but occasionally a call comes through like, dude, I'm doing a special report on why RFK was the gunman, and I need <laughs> you to record it. I'm just playing. Much love to Jade. Guys, obviously, you know Jade all the Hoy. Jade Hoy. We know we love Jade. Jade's the genius behind all of this. Um, at the end of the show, I think maybe that's when we'll actually hit all of the various shows that you should tap into. But out of the gate, get your tickets to the April 20th live show, Michael Brooks Show Live at the Bootleg Theater in Los Angeles with special guests. Big Waz, it's a Woke Bros show, and a Kasparian. The icon of the Young Turks, Nando Vila, the incredible 
the prolific documentary filmmaker, sports writer, and podcaster, and political pro, the Dapper Socialist. VIP tickets are still available. You can come hang out with us for a couple of hours before. Talk to us about NBA, World Cup, Lula, whatever. We're there. And then in the live show, we've got contests on stage. We've got impressions. We've got a whole show banked for you. It's going to be incredible. Get your tickets now. And, of course, May 18th in Chicago. What's happening, Was Count the dings live on May 18th, as Michael just mentioned, at the Lincoln Hall in Chicago, Illinois. Our very first show in the Midwest period. And, of course, the capital of the Midwest, Chicago. You know that had to be our first stop. Of course, you know the casting characters. Myself, Black Trey, Amin L. Hassan, Zach Harper, Tom Haberstro, Ethan Sherwood-Strauss, Mariano Bivens, Jade Hoy, the evil producer, uh, Nitsan Bluestein. Eden, Eden Lou, uh, all kinds of people. The entire Count the Dings community is going to be in the building, man. If you're in the Chicago greater area, you need to get tickets on the newly revamped CountTheDings.com. Uh, you need to go on there. We even got a picture of Michael Brooks's beautiful mug on there this time around. Ooh. So please go to CountTheDings.com, get your tickets. You do not want to miss this. Of course. And this this week, we actually are doing a mailbag uh, we took your questions, and Rob Lopez is going to fucking put them in play for us. Rob, what do we got? Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, just first, real quick, before we get into the questions, I wanted to remind everybody to subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, Theathletic.com slash dings. That's where you're going to get all of our basketball shows, including Waz, um, some stuff produced by myself, of course, The Daily Ding, things like that. So going over the Theathletic.com slash dings, 40% off for the year. It's about 3 bucks a month. It's a crazy good deal. Uh, you get great coverage, the best coverage in sports, some might say. So make sure you head over there and do that. But like Mike said... This hold week. on, hold on. I just want to give a quick tease Go for theathletic.com backslash dings. I'm actually right now in the process of cooking up something in the written word, as they like to say, Mike, um, about the evolution of the NBA's dress code. Ooh. And I think you guys are going to be really, 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 oh, really, yeah. you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Um, It's going to be funny. It's going to be insightful. All the things that make you love Big Waz is going to be all of that in a piece. So oh, I'm, I'm stoked to that. read that, man. I remember, actually, I remember one time, this was years ago, so don't even, there's one of those just like fragments i remember sure i uh, can't give you more than that but it was it was you know it was on espn and they were it was like during some dress code controversy i want to say it may have even been as long back as like 2007 sure and, and i remember one of the white hosts finally came through and was kind of like yeah this is this is nonsense like you know these are grown men they should be able to wear what they want and it's like all right all right and he's like besides i kind of like the wild stuff they do with themselves <laughs> <laughs> like yeah get Sport, it dude. sports <laughs> media was 100% less <laughs> less woke than it currently is in its current it was like, okay, okay, okay. Ooh, all right, all right. That's interesting. What's going on, everybody? This is Rob just cutting in really quick to tell you all about Chegg. That's right, Chegg. Chegg is a leader in online study assistance. Whether you need textbook solutions or expert Q&A, there's no better tool to help you ace your class than Chegg Study. 
They have everything you need to make the most out of any study session or breeze through even the toughest of homework problems. Study at home, on your desktop, or anywhere on the go with the Chegg Study Mobile app. Now you see, Chegg for me when I was in college was just a place you went to go and rent books, but Chegg is stepping it up. It's crazy. Uh, speaking of those same books, or speaking of Chegg helping you out with your studies, uh, you can get online study assistance that will never break the bank. Get more for your money with Chegg Study. Subscriptions are affordably priced and can be canceled at any time. When I was in college, I could have definitely used Chegg Study a lot to help me out through some of the stuff that I had going on in class, especially everything that involved textbooks, workbooks, things of that nature. You never know when you're gonna need a study assistant sometimes when you gotta cram for a final, cram for a midterm, whatever the case may be. You definitely wanna take advantage of this Chegg Study program. And on top of all of that, if you need help with some tough problems right away, you can simply use the Chegg Study app to snap a quick picture of problems not covered in your textbook, then submit it instantly to Chegg's experts. Get a response back in as little as two hours anytime and anywhere. So if you really have something going on that you don't have an answer to, hit up Chegg Study and they will definitely help you out. So if you want to take advantage of the Chegg Study program and get $5 off your first month's subscription, you're going to go to Chegg.com slash B-O-M and use promo code B-O-M. That's Chegg.com slash B-O-M, B as in boy, O as in ostrich, M as in money. Once again, that's Chegg.com, C-H-E-G-G.com slash B-O-M. Rob, what do we got? Yeah, so look out for that from the uh, problematic culture king on The Athletic, of course, uh, Speaking of problematic and culture, uh, starting off right at the top from my guy, Dan the Man, helped me out with merch at the uh, Boston Show. Shouts to Dan. He set up the karaoke. Um, he just simply wants to know what's going on with this Cardi B situation. Waz, maybe you can provide some background insight on that. Oh, Look. shit. Rob, Waz, were you robbed by Cardi B? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, in, in my younger years, it's possible that it could have happened. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so basically what happened is a video resurfaced uh, – old video by the way this is the thing that makes this laughable it's like cardi b's not hiding anything she's the, she's she's put her life on full display for everybody to know the type of shit that she had to do back in the days but cardi b came out and um a while ago and explained that back in the days when she used to have to prostitute her, herself for money to support herself and her family there were times that she might have spiked the guy's drink with maybe some Benadryl and help him sleep a little bit longer. So while he was sleeping, she could take some money to rob the guy. Ba like, basically rob the guy. You know, she admitted right. to that, um, that being part of her past and men in this Twitter, um, a certain, you know, a certain group of, I guess, black women who don't like Cardi B. It was just like a lot of a weird constituency of people who were just like Cardi B raped these men. Um, where are the <laughs> Bill Cosby? Jesus Christ. I mean, come on. Like, I where really, are the... I don't really think that Cardi... I don't, I, don't, I don't think she was like, these guys won't fuck me unless I put them to sleep. It's crazy. Like, and, and it's the idea that she's raping dudes <laughs> who paid her for sex. You know, it's just a strange... I can't even... I can't even I, honestly, dude, there is like a... Like... 
there's my critique of woke and cancel culture, which I articulated and will articulate. But like, there's the like, all right, I can have a debate or a conversation about all these various manifestations and disagree, but think I'm, you know, dealing with legitimate perspectives I disagree with. But then it's like, there are these other takes where it's just like, okay, I, I can't even like, let's just table the fucking nonsense and get to like, is it a problem? She robbed these men. Okay. <laughs> Look, and, and, and no, and I do want to get, I do want to say this. If Cardi B knocked these dudes out, Right. Went and got some kind of sex toy, lubed it up, and penetrated these men with these sex objects. I'd be like, you know what? Cardi B raped these people, and she should probably go to jail. I would say that is the most incredible story I've ever heard in my life. A hundred percent. That that. <laughs> and those men should thank her. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Those guys. Bodies were violated in such a way that there should probably be some criminal prosecution involved in this. Um, you know, sure. and, and I'm talking really about like after the fact, we should probably go after this person for doing that. The right. idea that Cardi B stole two, three hundred dollars out your wallet while you were sleeping after she had sex with you because she put some Benadryl in your Hennessy. I'm sorry. Like these are things that just happen out on the streets when you are participating in illegal activities, right? Once you're participating in a black market, you open yourself up to all kinds of things, all kinds of nefarious activities. You know, like it's one of those things where drug dealers can't ever call the cops and say, yo, I got robbed. Right. It's like, first of all, you're, you're selling cocaine, which is illegal. Now you're telling me like it's one of those things. It's not that I don't feel bad for these dudes that got robbed. But at the same time, you know, I'm from New York and there's this phrase um, that we like to use called respect the jokes, meaning you are always a target. You are always you can always turn into the victim of a crime, no matter where you are, what time of day it is, who you're around. Respect the jokes, bro. Always understand that you can something bad could possibly happen to you, you know, so that's kind of my mentality. So the idea that guys are buying, you know, purchasing sex from a stripper and then getting robbed afterwards, like I'm supposed to be up in arms. And this is I don't know. I'm so maybe I, I lack sympathy or I'm making excuses for Cardi B. I don't understand the outrage. I don't even. Well, I just think like there is just an addiction to outrage in general. And I do think it is like increasingly ridiculous. But like I what I think is the only part I mean, look, and I'm, and I'm not even saying like, you know what, generically, like, yeah, that's the wrong thing to do. Like, I don't you know. Yeah. Like, that's bad that she did that. Um, although I think the, the interesting part about her and I think that people should learn from is. As you said, I mean, part of the reason that this won't really touch her is because she's very transparent. Yep. And I think in general, people need to like own their foibles more. But I, I just I just think like the thing that's also funny to me is like there just like the the really contradictory attitudes towards like sex work in in the culture, right? Like, and I'm setting aside like the mainstream culture is still someone, you know, it's still like people who abuse and use sex workers, but then Congress still passes things like SESTA FOSTA. And that's the main problem, no doubt. But even like in the counterculture or in definitely like the woke culture, there's this funny, like, it's, it's almost, what I'm trying to say is like, it, there's like an overcorrection in a way, right? Like, at the end of the day, like it still is, it's a hustle like any other. And just as we should like 
not demonize or criminalize or invalidate people who do this work. Of course, there's this other like almost counter like, oh, well, this is like actually super heroic and exciting. And it's like, no, it's 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 none of that. And a lot of and and, you know, like, I don't think that this should come as a shock to anybody that like just as your car loan place is probably going to try to rip you off and just as your landlord is probably chintzy and full of shit and just as like, you know, any number of other things like, you know, I mean, I'll just I'll just hit it really hard here with the cliches. This isn't fucking, you know, this isn't the Richard Gere, Julia Roberts movie like exactly man. I have no I mean. I'm not going to try to judge them either, but I doubt that they were like, oh, like, here's this fully rounded human being that I'm going to, sure. you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to pay her, I'm going to fuck her. And then she's like, and I'm going to try to scheme how to get more money out of them. Like, that is what it is. And there shouldn't be like, and I think another thing I like about Cardi is I think she's the last one to say otherwise. Yo, and and here's something I want to touch on because because the nature of rap is that you talk about your life, but it it happens in a way that seems like bragging or boasting, right? When people are unafraid to talk about maybe terrible things that they've done in a sort of defiant manner, people take that to mean that they're boasting or bragging or that they take pride in this thing that they're doing. When really it's like... I am not ashamed of the person who stands here before you today. Yes, right. I had to do these terrible things, but I'm not ashamed of who I am today, right? And again, it takes something like drug dealing, which is often glorified in rap, and it's often like, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I want to say? It's It's often made to seem like this virtuous thing, like I'm hustling, I'm getting money, when the reality is... Standing on a corner in 12 degree weather to give drugs to an addict so you can make $10, $15 at a time is not glorious. It's not fun. It's not something to aspire to. And if when the people who are actually going through that on a day to day are going through some horrible fucking shit, there are human interactions like – Man, like when your interactions with the human race involve this base behavior, it does something to you and changes you fundamentally for the worse, right? These are not things that people are actually glorifying like when they're doing it in the moment. And that's no different from what Cardi B was explaining in that video is like the type of shit that I had to do to survive was horrible. You guys are not going to shame me for what I'm doing right now. Like I literally used to sell my body to strangers, people who looked at me as an object. And then I, in turn, robbed those people. These are the type of human interactions that I was having, and it was horrible. Like, in the clip you're watching, she's horrified by the... She's not bragging. She's talking about horrible things that she used to have to do to put money in her pocket, right? And so for people to come out and be like, oh, Cardi B, it's like, you, you're you missing the whole point. You're missing the whole point, and, and like... Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. The only two things I'd add to that are like, number one, I have never met anybody and I've met, uh, you know, plenty of people who used to work on wall street. I know some people who, you know, and met some people who've sold a little bit of drugs and I've known like a couple of people who did sex work and none of them, again, it's like, 
it's not like, oh, I'm ashamed, I'm a terrible person, but also none of them are like super happy about that period of their lives either. <laughs> and, and, the, and, you know, yeah, and it wasn't like a glorious thing, even with those, some of it did have excitement or money or whatever. And, you know, the other thing too, is just like the class dimension of it is, is crazy to me because I think if you've ever dealt with any hardship in your life that, and, and it, and it can stop like, well short of, you know, like all of this, you know, like prostitution or, or drug dealing or whatever, it could be as simple as like, you know, maybe you shoplifted at some point, like maybe you, you know, you know, I'm trying to think of other like petty examples that definitely have no glamour to them. And people do these things. Sure. Sometimes cause it's a thrill sometimes cause you know, people are whatever they want to fuck over a system. But most of the time it's because like, if you're poor, you're in a desperate situation. It's like every day is test day. Every day you're pressed to the max and you get reduced. And, you know, that's a very common experience across the board. Uh, you know, I think more so than people recognize and acknowledge in this, in this country, definitely more so. So when she comes out and as you say, she was just saying it as it was and the response is to try to you know i don't know it's it's, it's just the, a lot the, of the hate. the the, the, the pill cosby contrast is just that's fucking that's insane just, i was like unless what you said is okay unless this story becomes a totally different thing anybody who says that should be fucking ashamed of themselves it's ridiculous come on question Rob <laughs> uh, next up it's kind of a twofer from two different people here we have uh, from the gouch 615 and Tay both on Twitter uh, they both want to know um, the latest and, and your thoughts on this whole Jesse Smollett case the uh, actor from the Empire series on Fox all right, so by now everybody knows what happened with Jesse Smollett. He lied about a hate crime happening to him. The police caught him in a lie. They arrested him. They charged him with fabricating this and this, this, that, and the third, and you know, whatever. And what has ended up coming of it was nothing, right? Basically, the charges got dropped. Um, he suffered extreme ridicule and humiliation in the public, and we can all move on with our lives. Like, I guess there are people, Rahm Emanuel being one of them, which, by the way, man, he's up there with Tim Geithner as yeah. a Barry blemish to the freaking umpteenth power at this yeah. point. Yeah. But he's crying, like, he's crying about no justice being done. Like, that's, like, like this is it. This is good enough, right? Like he's he's rich. He's he's got enough means that he can get a lawyer that he doesn't get. This is not the type of crime that gets you jammed up and sent to jail for months or years. God forbid. Like he, the punishment fit the crime. He was publicly shamed and embarrassed. This will follow him for the rest of his life. We can all move on. He don't need to have a record. He doesn't need to, you know, um, go to jail. He did 16 hours of community service. Like, I don't see nothing, anything wrong with the, the outcome of all of this. I can't even point to one thing that's bad about this. Yeah, I mean, well, I can point to one thing that's bad. But the first thing first is that I, I agree with you. And I think that, you know, it's it's always been it's again, people should, you know, the distinction I'm making between 
pointing out all the unbelievable disparities and how people get punished. Part of the answer to that, though, is that people should just get punished less across the board. We should have a right. way less criminalized society. So I definitely did not want Jesse Smollett to go to jail. And if anything, this is the type of thing where, you know, out of the gate, it seems this is definitely like a, oh, this is a, you know, mental health issues sort of thing for sure. That at least as far as I could speculate on it. On the other hand, I mean, I do want to say that, you know, obviously there's there's the race dimension of our structurally and just even just attitudinally racist criminal justice system. And then there's also, you know, money uh, and different tier justice system. So there's no question that, you know, this is a guy who did something illegal and crazy uh, and isn't going to get touched. And if he was not a, a primetime TV actor, and I think almost certainly a millionaire, uh, that would not be the case. Like he would get, you know, the book thrown at him. And again, I say that not because I want the book thrown at him. It's because I think like I want the, the you know, person with mental or emotional issues who did something like this um, and doesn't have any power uh, to maybe also get, you know, mental health and not get thrown in prison. Right. So I do think we need to include that part of it. Uh, as far as Rahm Emanuel goes, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, all, it's like with some people from the Bush era, it's like all I have is a rock, a rock, a rock. I don't want to hear a fucking thing you have to say about Donald Trump. And as far as Rahm Emanuel, and I could say any number of things because he has been awful and bad on everything going back to the 80s. He's a hack. He's a corporatist. But to simplify it, Laquan McDonald, Laquan McDonald, Laquan McDonald, fuck Rahm Emanuel. Next question. <laughs> um, from AC Spotlight, Anthony Canton, the third friend of the show. Uh, he just hey, what's up? Yeah, it's my guy. Um, he is wondering, also, uh, shouts to him. He's having a kid soon, so uh, best of luck to him and his lady. Uh, were you guys surprised with the outcome of the Mueller report and did the situation have any effect on the 2020 presidential race? I'm assuming the answer to that second question is no, but I'll let you guys wax poetic. I think that, to be honest, I think that it might have some effect um, it could be helpful to Trump. Uh, I don't think hugely, but I do think that the way this has played out feeds his media narrative. And I think people need to be real about that. Now, I just want to say, look, yes, absolutely. You should release the whole report. And if you release the whole report, I am, I would be shocked if there weren't embarrassing and maybe even damaging things about Trump and his family in it. Uh, but you know, I know like I had Matt Taibbi on my show to talk about this and some people complained that I didn't push back on this or that about how he framed some of the specific technicalities of the story. And I'm not sure I agree with those pushbacks. I could, you know, read it into it again more, but I just think I'm sorry. Like the bottom line to me, especially actually if you're coming from the perspective of the left or somebody who understands that Donald Trump is absolutely and the Republican Party is absolutely a fundamental threat to the existence of life on Earth and all the other horrible things we say about them every day. This story has been incredibly um, poorly played in either delusional or cynical ways. And, you know, I see people kind of pulling back on it and I feel like they're almost 
trying to say like, and people are talking like Adam Schiff and Rachel Maddow. And it's like, I basically, I said like, I think even two years ago, maybe definitely for over a year, I've pretty much said, yeah, it seems like there's some sketchy stuff there. I'm not categorically saying there isn't anything there. I think that clearly we already know the stuff was there. There's some meetings and this and that. So let's have an investigation and let's see what happens. But, you know, I never really thought like, look, Donald Trump's not going to indicted for this while he's president. That was never going to happen. And the bigger questions to me are, you know, if you want to have a whole conversation about oligarchy and money, well, that would implicate Trump, but that would implicate plenty of other countries and corporations and basically the entire modern political class. And I just think that, you know, I don't know, like, and, and I see that. And so I, so first is I see some people who it's like, no, six months ago you were talking like he's a Russian agent. Like we live in a Tom Clancy novel. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I just said it was an investigation and we have to answer questions. It's like, okay, no, you need to take some response. I mean, you won't, but the coverage was very overblown and irresponsible and even just kind of like kooky in some places. And then on the, on the, you know, at the, on the flip side, like, I totally agree. Demand the whole report be released. We'll see whatever. But there's some Lucy with the football thing here. And I think part of it is that people want an outside force to save them. And honestly, you know, you got to fucking and we did. We won the house. Like now we got to beat this dude. He still might go to jail. There's going to be play, like, right. you know what I'm That's... saying? Like, I mean, he is a, he, I have no doubt in my mind that he, I think in, in my opinion, he's a career criminal, but this story and the way it's been covered, I'm sorry, it's a fail and people need to broaden their horizons. I, I just have so many, so many thoughts, right? Yeah. My first problem, honestly, is with the Glenn Greenwalds of the world doing a victory lap. Right. Yeah, but, and, but why though? Like the, here's why. why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why it's right. stupid. Here's why it's stupid. All right. We just had a president that was uh where every day on talk radio, on Fox News, people would literally get up on those platforms and say he has ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. They still literally, literally, right? Literally baseless, baseless accusation, stupidity. Nobody on the right would do a Glenn Greenwald. Nobody, nobody would ever. We're the only idiots who do this. Glenn Greenwald is like, see, stupid Democrats, you were wrong. Like nobody would do this on the other side. Nobody would close ranks like that. With nobody, nobody would ever do this on the other side. I don't understand the need to be like, well, you guys didn't catch him red handed. See, I told you like, bro, the idea that this investigation was a dud when there's literally I can't even count on one finger on one hand, the amount of people within this guy's orbit who have gone to prison. Yeah, but for gone prison, to but, but, jail. Dude, but here's the problem, man. Prison for shit that had nothing to, like, again. But you can't you say that. Said, That's it, not but true. But literally, it is true. It's okay, not what, true. They go, what do they go it's to jail for? It's not true. It's not true. You know why you can't say it had nothing to do with this? Because the investigation was started because of this. Nobody would have been looking at those cats to say right. in jail. All right. That's they would, so, so yeah. Mike, you think if 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 um if Manafort never signed on to be Trump's um campaign advisor, he wouldn't be would he be in prison right now? No, of course not. And that actually but, raises but that raises the bigger problem. 
That's, so but see, Mike, that's my dozens, You have hundreds, maybe even hundreds of people in Washington who are doing exactly the same shit he did. And the only way that it gets to him is through this conspiracy theory. And I guess like, here's the difference. I'm going to let you finish, but I just, let me just push back on this. Here's the difference. Okay. And I'll just say like, I like Green. I still respect Greenwald. I have him on my show for things like with Brazil. And then there's things that I'm public. Like I've said, you know, he watches my show. I'm like, I think going on Tucker Carlson to do anything other than battle is wrong. Right. I would never do that. Period. Full stop. But Mike, nobody does that on their side. No Republican will go on Rachel Maddow's show to to say, yo, you guys are dumb. What you did was wrong. The resistance Republicans basically do that. But I mean, I think my point, though, is also strategic because what I'm trying to say, honestly, is and I'm not and this isn't me dogging him. But like, I don't know if Glenn Greenwald's like on our side, quote unquote. I'm not saying he's on the other side. I know a lot of people think he is. He's but not. He's on Glenn Greenwald's side. That's so obvious to me. Whatever the case may be, I don't want. I'm saying I'm not going to situate him anywhere. But I would say like you and I are on the same side, right? We are, and so that's why I yes, I would never go on Fox News and say look at these fucking idiots. I agree with you, but what I would say is the prime opposition television network to this president did one show on Yemen in one year. Has not talked about, by the way, even if you just want to only talk about Trump and how bad he is and not do anything structural or big picture, you could have done probably dozens, maybe even hundreds of stories on the Emoluments Clause, on Trump University, on all of this shit. They put all of their chips in this Russia ship. Well, by the way, you say same side, going after and marginalizing left-wing voices and people who had a structural critique you're never you you're never going to see Rachel Maddow like give Bernie a respectful hearing so i just it's like first of all it flows both ways and especially for me cuz i didn't say a fucking thing i said let's see although i do think this coverage is excessive <laughs> and it is like it's just bad strategy so i'm not i'm not going on fox and doing that i agree with you Also, also, Michael, you know what's disingenuous about the critique is that the proof is all out there. The Jared Kushner shit is all out there. Trump's son, his affiliation with the Russian people, it's all out there. The idea, if you want to have a critique, it should be towards the American people. This shit is a big deal. I'm sorry. Like, it's a big deal. What part do you think, like, honestly, like, what? If you want to indict people, you should indict the people for not giving a fuck. The idea that the media shouldn't have covered this is insane to me. I'm not saying you shouldn't cover it, but you honestly think every single fucking day full news blocks on this one story with again it actually in my opinion it proves my point we know what the only mike, things that have been mike the mike only, mike do do you not remember benghazi on the public record and they amounted to nothing do you do you not remember benghazi do you not remember whitewater do you not remember chasing bill clinton's dick around washington Sure. Like the, the the critiques came out years, decades afterwards. <laughs> Was like, yo, 
maybe we shouldn't have followed Newt down that rabbit hole. But to straight up just be like, you know what? The Republicans were right. This was a witch hunt. The next day is fucking insane to me. I don't get I it. it. And I we're the only it. ones who do this shit. real time. In real time. You are taking, first of all, again, let's even set aside like the gazillion things that we actually need to be covering, like Yemen or Brazil or the environment or healthcare. Okay. You could take shit that requires no speculation, no dot connecting, no chalkboards, and just say, like, Trump University, Trump, or even honestly, the Russia story. Like, and this was that. always a big problem. Trump University got its got its fill. Nobody cared. Well, dude, like, nobody that's, cared about that's, this. Nobody cared about this. And because honestly, what what is first of all, it's way more dangerous and treasonous to be a Republican than indirectly get Apple research from the Russians. And secondly, like what we know of this is that. The idiot kid had a meeting at Trump Tower that didn't amount to shit, and Jared Kushner talked with the ambassador. Mainly, actually, the most concrete thing we know was Michael Flynn talking with them about the resolution on the Israeli settlements, which is already a bigger story than anything that came out of Russia. And by the way, in terms of actual policy, they didn't give Russia shit. He sold lethal weapons to Ukraine that Obama wouldn't sell to Ukraine. And whatever, like life goes on. Like if you want to talk about the big picture of how every single money entity corrupts our democracy and most especially someone like Donald Trump, I'm game. But every single fucking night, like this is a really interesting question because why did the ambassador call? No, come on, man. Yeah, I just disagree. I just I just disagree. I disagree. This is this is not how the other side would have handled a fucking Democratic president scandal. They would have did the exact same thing. In fact, they would have went way harder. They would have never closed ranks, dude. They impeached this guy for lying about getting his dick sucked. I, I period. Still, look, I'm Jennifer, sorry. Look, look then, you're, then again, you're then this don't be angry with me. I would, I would impeach Donald Trump. Why we lose. No, we lose because we're not strategic. We're emotional. And we think that a fucking career FBI agent Republican is going to save us from having to actually win shit. Why we lose. If you don't think people go out there and say, look, even the lefties hate Hillary Clinton. This is why we lose. This is why. We always do the back. I do not. You know I don't like Hillary Clinton. There's reasons to not like Hillary Clinton. I'm not even saying that. That's fine. But all of the backbiting, it happens on this side. Even when we're winning, we're always doing this shit. Always, 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 always breaking ranks. Every single freaking issue. The first thing we're going to do is break ranks and clap back on our own people. This Every isn't my rank to go in on a conspiracy theory and distract. Where, where's the ranks for me? It's not even about the- a conspiracy theory. What? You just acknowledged that crimes were committed. I didn't. So, I, I don't. I honestly, honestly, was. I really don't know if those things amount to crimes. I don't know. I don't know if his meeting with them amounts to crimes. He wasn't. Let me ask you something. Would these would these actions taken by, say, a Barack Obama with the Muslim Brotherhood have gotten him out the fuck up out of here by of the Republicans? Course. Without a doubt. That's all I'm saying. So well, this idea that like, eh, Trump we gotta didn't do anything. 
Trump didn't actually do anything. And the, the idea that you guys wanted to get him out of office for this was stupid. You guys could have covered I, No, but like no, that. no, no, no. You're missing my point. I'm telling you, I don't care if this got him out of office. And even if I thought it was pretty much nothing great, I would be the first person to cheer it. I've said that from the beginning. What I'm saying is if you understood how this shit works, you would have known that he was never going to be thrown out of office for this. And certainly not because Glenn Greenwald tweeted about it, because this is how it's not about Glenn Greenwald. It's about the Glenn Greenwald types. Okay, Democrats or whatever or somebody criticizing Rachel Maddow is not why this was never going to happen. And if you're pissed about impeachment and double standards, be pissed at Nancy Pelosi. She said months ago she wasn't going to impeach him, and this was before any of this was on public record. So yeah. Yes, so yes, bring, but Mike, it's from the same me. thing. It's from the same thing. It's about it's not, publicly no, it's not the same thing. That's it is. It is. Bad. It's about publicly not wanting to seem to be wrong. Who gives a fuck if you were wrong about it? It was worth pursuing. Sure, Nobody but, says that shit I on the other side. I said at the beginning of the conversation it was worth pursuing, but it wasn't worth talking about every fucking second. I just disagree with that. I just fundamentally you, really, you honestly think Rachel Maddow completely talking about this to the exclusion of everything was And I don't think it was to the exclusion of everything. I think that's I, I think that's a misnomer too. Okay. I think the idea I, that nothing else got any oxygen ever. Well, I have not seen one story. Again, I'll keep saying this. The United States is fueling and paying for a genocide in Yemen. MSNBC did one story in one year. No stories on Flint, Michigan in the last year. No story, like, and let alone other shit that like, okay, I know everybody's going to roll their eyes at, but yeah, sorry. You know what? Someone like Lula being in prison, yes, that is way more important than the and and subverting democracy across Latin America and the Caribbean is more important than literally the 700th segment of what was Bob Mueller's eye movements today on this case. We'll see what the fucking report comes out with. And I got to tell you, I was always pretty and I'm not happy about this. I would love if we could impeach Trump, but to have confidence that a guy whose career has been as a Republican in the FBI who helped sell the invasion of Iraq was going to do something as drastic as indict a president over this convoluted shit. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and I don't even strategic. To me, it's not even about indictment. I Like the idea that you should be sounding the alarm about who these people are and what they're doing. I just, I just don't get it. Like if the other side had this shit, bro, they would be talking about this until the cows came home. But that what they did, they did talk about it till the cows came home and now their credibility is fucked. Adam Schiff is the democratic head of the fucking. Why is his credibility fucked? Because true. Cause he's the head of the intelligence committee who reads classified briefings. And he said a couple of months ago that he has absolute proof. And credibility is, is fucked with who and with, why? Well, with any, with, okay. The credit to the, whatever the extent exists. And I agree with you is a very small group of people, but I'll give you an example. His credibility is fucked with I have my mom's friend. Okay, I'll do a Thomas Friedman. This is a woman who's definitely a liberal and a Democrat, but was very apolitical. Right, her politics was to the extent of like, I like President Obama. He's a good person. I like Bernie Sanders. He seems like a good person, but never followed current events. Not invested in shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not like us, and not even like somebody that would listen to this podcast. Right. 
Trump gets elected president and she is appalled and horrified like she has never been before because it's fucking Donald Trump. That's the appropriate reaction. So far, so good. She starts watching MSNBC. She starts listening to these people. She is convinced because she's seen people like Adam Schiff say that there is a secret vault of intelligence and incontrovertible proof that something has happened here. And I'm not. How do we know that that's not true, by the way? Okay, but sure it was. But we don't know that we're not living inside somebody. We know. No, what we know, Mike, is that Bob Mueller doesn't want to put his name on an indictment of the president. Sure. But we could be living in a dream. Like at a certain point, you got to work with the material you have. So I'm with you. Release the report. And maybe the report will be like there's a phone recording. That's, and again, and again this, 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 the, the report is not even released. Right. And these people are doing what? victory laps no, because me, Donald Trump didn't get indicted let me finish what I'm by saying. Bob Mueller. It just doesn't make any sense. About this woman, she legitimately thought watching this trash reporting, listening to this constant hype, she thought that this was going to save the day. She thought there was going to be criminal charges. She believed in this process. And now it's like, why the fuck am I going to watch Rachel anymore? Like, maybe Democrats are just as full of shit. Like, she still hates oh, Trump. Please. No, it's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Absolute fools of themselves. That's ridiculous. That's like, I think that's a I think that's a suspect reading, dude. And again, it's basically On the reading basis, of Trump though? of Trump's basis. You're you're on the same exact side of Trump's hand-picked attorney general. This was dumb. Okay, so this do you think, all right, all right. No, but Waz, I want to be real clear about this. You think, okay, just to be real I think, clear. This is what I you think. You think this that he summarized that Robert Mueller actually wrote, Donald Trump should be uh, indicted, but I'm not, it's too no, sensitive. No, no, and no. it's all the evidence. And I think Robert Mueller is saying, maybe there's a secret uh, map underneath the Lincoln Memorial. No, no, no. I think Robert Mueller said, it ain't my job to indict this motherfucker. This is a democracy, right? We're supposed to be a self-governing people. Here's what I found. Y'all decide what y'all want to do with this. That's what I think. And you know what else I think? I think if there was a Republican Congress and the president was Democratic, they would get that motherfucker the fuck out of here. Period. I like the that. idea that, like, oh, Mueller didn't that. say that don't mean shit. It's not about Mueller. It's about what the info is. What's the info? The info and is there anything okay. in that information? But I can't, that can debate, I can't debate you on hypotheticals. The info but that's, that's available point, now. The but info, Mike, that's okay, but, but then, but that's Lucy with the football, man. No, like, it's you know not. what? It's, it's, not, it's like, why are you doing a victory lap about information you haven't read because Robert Mueller doesn't want to put his name on an indictment? All right, You're all doing right. the same thing. You're all doing right. the same thing that you're accusing people of, of making Mueller the savior, the be-all and end-all. I'm not doing anything. I'm just saying this is objectively stupidly played. I can't make it not so. I would have done it differently. And I kept my mouth shut. Sorry. I, if you want to say uh, the whole Mueller as Batman thing was stupid, I don't, I don't like, I don't no, really care about that. But the idea that they should have been eggs in one should... basket and expecting otherwise was dumb. It was bro, dumb, bro, bro, dumb. Mike, Mike, Mike. We just had 2016 when, when, and and objectively speaking, 
Everybody agrees that when Comey came out and said Hillary Clinton is under investigation by the feds, that shit was on TV every single day. Okay. Every day. And guess what it did? It had the effect of fucking up her ratings. Period. Now, see, so for, now you're again, telling me her ratings are already me, terrible, but that was now you're me. telling me now you're telling me it has the opposite effect. It makes no sense when the president look, of the United you, States look, no, is no, under no. investigation. Extent, it's big to, the extent, to the extent that this Come is wrong, that's great. Come on, they ran with but, and that but shit works. Look, but the, but if you want to live like that, if you want to say. As tenuous and as much as this is amounting to nothing, it still fucked Trump's ratings, and this is the main thing that's fucked his ratings, which I don't think is true. I, that's not that's what I'm fine. saying. That's fine. You're supposed fine, to beat the drum when they beat when fine, Hillary. But, but dude, this isn't about like what's fair. This is about what's smart. No, I'm not talking about what's fair either. When Hillary yes, Clinton was being investigated for emails, they beat that drum, sure. and it worked. And it worked. So when the president of the United States is under investigation, you should be beating that drum. I'm sorry. I don't understand this idea that it just wasn't a big deal. Look, look, look. You're conflating a lot of things right now. So I've already conceded, like, two of your main arguments are not with me. So number one, I've already said, have the investigation. That's cool, whatever. Then if you want to use it effectively against Trump, Definitely, but I would not talk about it 24-7 in an embarrassing way. But the flip side is what gives also takes. And yes, maybe this report will get released and maybe this and maybe that. Maybe, 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 maybe. But the reality is, is that as of now, you did a whole process where a bunch of people – put themselves way out ahead of where we are in terms of reality, blew their wad on this, and he gets to march around television and say nothing happened and the press is lying and have a case study. Yes, and he has to get and he gets to have Glenn Greenwald be on his side. Like that's why this is mind-numbing to me. I, I don't sure. get it. And as far as strategy and all of this shit about oh, we want to get Trump out. Like, here's another thing that bothers me too, and it's from the start. I felt like a lot of people who love Bernie was like, this thing. It doesn't feed the narrative of Bernie would have won. So we're trashing it from the start. Period. Yeah, but I don't, like yeah, the idea that guess, Russian again, interference in the really, election. Really, but again, like. It's a fact, all, Mike. It's a fact. All, Nobody all, wanted to embrace it in certain corners of the left. Okay. Way more. Only under 10% of Bernie voters didn't vote for Clinton. And I'm out. Saying that's not what I'm saying. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if a lot of a certain corner of the Bernie support never wanted to even talk about this idea that Hillary Clinton got screwed, but like an incontrovertible fact, right? The Russians interfered on the behalf of our current president. I don't, I and don't think one. right, but I don't think that if you again, if you're doing an actual you assessment of why she fact. lost, it's not because of that. I mean, I we don't know that it. I mean, I mean, you want to say dude, that that's not you that think, you think that Russian Facebook ads were as important as her not campaigning in Wisconsin? I mean, come on. I think it's right there, bro. I think I, it's I, like the idea that all of this stuff, the Comey stuff, and again, no, I think the Comey, the Comey, the Comey stuff. I agree was a. I think actually, 
if you were to look at one thing that happened to Clinton and the Clinton people never want to take accountability for anything, and I'm sorry, she was a horrible candidate, but if there was one factor that was external to her that probably actually literally flipped it to Trump, it's that Comey thing, definitely. And Listen, there's another example of the same fucking idiots I'm talking about have been on Comey's dick for the past two years. Like, come on. This is, this is my problem. This is just my problem with the left's response to, oh, we lost, Mueller didn't indict. It's ridiculous. These people, do you not remember not Vince response. Foster? Do you not, not remember response. Vince Foster? I re I'm old enough to remember Vince Foster, dude. And that they were like a dog with a bone with that. With so white you, so you with saying airport. If you're, so if your point is that we should be just as conspiratorial and ridiculous as they are, I agree. I yes, just need yes, to be done. I yes, agree. It just yes, needs yeah, but the yes. point you're yes, and, see, and by the way, by the way, Mike, with shit that has a lot more damn smoke than Hillary Clinton getting some dude murdered. A yeah. dog with a freaking bone with that stuff. And everybody got in lock and step with it. I, nobody, nobody I, I, it on this side. I agree with you, but it's they, still, they, they accused this woman of way, murdering somebody. Way, by the way, if you want to include all of the Clinton scandals, they blew their fucking stack too and fucked up, and Bill Clinton ended up benefiting from it. So if you want to include everything, you got to include where it backfired. But that being said, okay, okay, I but agree, it had to backfire I first. Think, I agree with you, dude. It's happening now. I agree with you. I'm I'm just asking again. I'm not green, Greenwald. I am the left wing socialist who it supports Democrats 100. percent I'm with you. That half of okay. I hate Hillary Clinton because I have values and I care about things. I also hate Hillary Clinton because of how fucking monumentally dumb they were in their strategy. I wish that Hillary Clinton was the type of person that had people whacked. She might have been able to win the fucking campaign. So that's not – I'm the wrong person to take that problem with. You're missing my point. My point is that savagery and ruthlessness is great, but you can't do it in a stupid way. And I think unfortunately a lot of liberals, their problem is, is that they – this was a product of them not being savage and ruthless because it's all like how can this happen here? And look, I, I take your point. I think there are some Bernie people – who just I think there's just some people, period, who don't want to see the whole picture. And the truth is, with everything, it's always all of the above. I agree. But the lip like the fact, even if the Russians did all the shit they're accused of, they didn't create police murders in this country. They didn't create record inequality in this country. They didn't create all of these problems they can exploit. We did. Capitalism did. White supremacy did. Whatever. Mike, I agree with did. you. I so, agree with you. So and if you have a problem with somebody, it's with the people who don't care. It's all like, oh, but Russia and Bob Mueller. It's not ruthless. It's not savage. It's pussy fantasy shit. And it isn't going to beat Trump. And that's demonstrable. It just fucking happens. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not taking a victory lap. I really hope it does not help his reelection. Bro, uh, honestly, honestly, I'm disappointed in lefties, as always. Honestly, it's just dumb. Like, just the idea that you could be like, yeah, guys, you guys went too hard trying to get this guy for a legitimate scandal. Is that what I just said? I'm not talking about you, Mike. <laughs> I'm talking about the— I'm saying. I'm talking it was about, dumb. I'm, 
I'm talking about the left response is always so fucking stupid. Even yo, matter of fact, even the day I remember the day after the midterms, where the picture wasn't so clear, where instead of a say a 45 point victory, it looked like a 25 and ended up actually being a 35. I remember the fucking idiot lefties on the internet and all over the place. Oh, we took back the house, but it wasn't by as much as we well, thought. Do you remember why? You're gonna have it. You can't. You have to argue with me, not these other. And let me tell you, do you remember what? Because we talked the day after that shit happens. Do you remember the first thing I said? I remember. I remember you were like, "Look, um, man, we probably should have got more, but we did it. We did pretty good." I said yes. I said that, and I said. Job number one right now is you claim a W, period. Yes. 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 But that was yes. a W. This yes. is not, as of now, a W. But Mike. It's it, not. Mike, 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 Mike. This, see, this is this is what I mean. This is what I mean. How the idea, spend, all right, the you know idea that I'm it's a, a loss. As a loss. I'm a, a, a pretty non-strategic Democrat. How, I have just spent... Two years talking about one story at the expense of everything else, even though in a smart play, if I had read my Art of War or listened to Dipset, I would have got at him on 20 fronts. But I've only done one. So and now, as of today, as of today, nothing's happening. It's a big fucking nothing. What if is your spin to make it a win? If, if you are a lefty. What it is mean? your job to absolutely not frame this as an L, because that is not what they would do on the other side. Well, tell me how Point you frame it as not an L. I'm legitimately interested. Tell me. How? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. There's nothing right. we can see to come out and listen. Oh, my God. Yo, we saw this with the emails. There was nothing criminal that happened, but then they got snarky comments from her homies. Like, that's what you do with this. I'm asking not you, though. This is, the this Republicans, not, dude, dude. Mike, the Republicans agree, never dude, called. Dude, they never again, called. Do you listen, really, Mike, they really never want to say that the Mike, emails had the same level of attention that this had? Mike, yes, it did. And it got it from lefties, too. I oh never. I, never I, don't, I honestly, not only. Dude, I didn't Are do a single me? story on the emails. Mike, Mike. Lefties were killing one. her for the emails. What are we talking about? Lefties were killing her for the emails, bro. When the emails, hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. Set all that aside. Hold on, Mike. Listen to me. Listen to no, me. No, when no, the Republicans no, were asking a question, I asked you a question. What? what? No, because you okay. Other than just wishing everything away and fucking powering ahead. God, Mike. No, 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 I'm asking you, no, no, legitimately, because sometimes I go on TV and I argue with these fucking idiots, okay? And other than the fact we've already got the first point covered that I've already said, and even people like Greenwald are saying, which is release the full report, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. How do you, if you're sitting across from another human being who has all of the cards and you don't have any cards as of right now, other than just saying like the sky is purple and powering ahead what is the actual play release my report all right cool. the, i got so you know what and you know what's funny? one it's not victory lap the demos loss okay i hear you but you know what's Holy funny shit. to me but you know what's funny to me is that every single person i know including the people taking victory laps have said that and my question to you 
and I, and we'll leave it here. Hopefully, unless of course you have more that you got to hit, but like that report gets released and it's the same basic shit, which is like, it's Donald Trump and his family. So there's fishy shit going on, of course, but there's no conclusive evidence. There's nothing that like it's, there's no indictments. There's no action. Like, when do you just say as a matter of strategy, you know what? Like, honestly, out of way more respect if Rachel Maddow was just like, I wasn't really talking about that shit. Mike, Let's get to this. Mike, as a matter of strategy, double the fuck down. There's nothing this to is, double down on. This is, this is my point. This is what I'm saying. Mike, this is what, this is what you need to understand. This is what you need to understand. When Donald Trump was yelling, lock her up at those rallies, and nobody got locked up. Nobody called that an L for Donald Trump. Not a Republican, <laughs> not a Democrat. Nobody called that an L. Look, <laughs> what, what? Like, I don't understand what I'm missing here. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I am analytically, I don't find Analytically, I don't get lefties. I don't get us. I don't get us. That's the takeaway. Rob, the title of this episode is Lock Him Up because you know what? God damn, what I don't get it's so simple to me. Why would you concede the hell to these people? No, you know what's simple though is you don't because you know what's interesting about lock him up, lock her up, actually as just political communication. I'm not making a moral judgment. He said lock her up about at least several made-up crimes. Do that. So great. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. Sure, lock him up. For what? Anything. I agree with that. Dude, like nobody on the right came out and said Donald Trump. Eating at the Marriott. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. Nobody on the right came out and said Donald Trump, Republican Party. Y'all ran with lock y'all lock her up at your fucking convention. Okay? The feds concluded their uh their investigation and nary a person from the campaign from her inner circle to Clinton got an indictment, got this, got that, nothing came of it. Nobody said, "Wow, what a big loss for Donald Trump." That's fucking ridiculous, bro. I'm sorry. Lefties are fucking dumb. But it, way but, okay, but again, I can't dumb. make I you can't talk about strategy. This you is want, dumb. You want a structural unfair. All right, look, I can't make two plus two seven for you. It is a loss. Bullshit. It is. It's bullshit, bro. To to frame this as a loss is dumb. I'm not okay. All right. We'll see. Look, if you want to keep going in on this, we'll see what happens. It's not even about going in on it. It's about framing it as a loss and taking a victory like a stand and a framing it. Framing this. You know what? You know what? Actually, you know what? I have one way that this can be framed as a win, and it's a big stretch. Here's how you can frame it as a win. One is the just say lock them up. That's cool. That's actually the best idea. But you know what? That in order to be like that, nerd left liberals need to be less nerdy because if they were just doing That's that, my point, Mike. Was, oh no, no, you're then you're mad at the wrong people. You should be mad at Rachel Maddow because Rachel Maddow builds these ridiculous baroque scenarios. If she just came out, dude, if Rachel Maddow every single night basically just came out was like he's a grotesque fat fuck, lock him up. I would be her biggest cheerleader. Okay, that's not the point. You're missing the point. If you want to just go raw like that, don't worry about building the whole Tom Clancy novel. Just say it. But the second point would be maybe, maybe, maybe if they don't release the report, 
you could just run with that's like, it. the shits in there. Like, that's you know, it. That's then, it. No, no, but what? But again, it gives and takes because they released the report and there's nothing. They real released the report and you do exactly what they did. You parse the shit that you want to lock in I, on. I'm with it. I'm with it. Come on. This is so simple it. to me. The idea that there's absolutely nothing in there and Donald Trump acted in good faith his whole life. It's ridiculous. I don't think anybody's saying he acted. That. No one's like, saying just, he acted in good faith his whole life. But, no but, but Mike, but that's my point. To, <laughs> but that's my point. To infer that there's nothing to take from this report. If you want to say Rachel Maddow and them, they can't justify their reporting. Motherfucker, I disagree. There's a way to justify anything. <laughs> this motherfucker is dirty. I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand this idea of Donald Trump has been vindicated from lefties. I hate that shit. I hate lefties for that. I hate us for that. I hate it. We will jump on their side at the first opportunity. It's annoying. It's the same shit when Obama fired that lady for that little clip that um, Breitbart side did. It's the same fucking thing over and over and over again. We're constantly doing this shit, and that's why this report gets on my nerves. Of course the attorney general that he handpicked gonna come out and do victory lap. Why are you at that parade? What the fuck are you doing at that parade if you're a liberal? Why? That's fucking ridiculous, man. They would never do that shit. It's ridiculous. That's why I hate us. That's why, yo. And I'm done with this fucking topic, man. I'm tired of lefties, man. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Round one. <laughs> you lock him up. And no, and I want people to hear this because people are going to be like, wow, why is this really fired up? It's not about Mike. Mike is just like, look, man, I fell back on this story because I could tell from the start that, first of all, even the revelations that were legitimate, as Mike talked to me all the time, was like, this shit not moving the needle. This is fucked up. It's crazy. It's a, right. it's like damn near criminal. They probably should get locked up for it, but it's not moving the needle. I no longer care about this story. Mike has been saying that from the start. I'm not talking about Mike. I'm talking about the others who want to join a Republican victory parade. It's fucking sickening, man. Dude. I will never, but I'll, I'll, and I just want to say, like, I interviewed Matt Taibbi on my show about this, and he's in a very different place than you, but he is not, like, again, I'll be blunt. I like Greenwald. I've had nice rapport with him, whatever. I would never, and I would argue vigorously against anybody going on a fascist network and taking a victory lap. That's death. That is both not where I'm coming from. And I think you also have to realize some people like Taibi, it's not where he's coming from. Like if anything, you can agree or disagree with him, but he's he's that dude is very worried about Donald Trump being president, period. And everybody should want to beat this fucking guy. And you're right. Like, I'm not trying to vindicate myself here. I actually what's funny is I don't agree with you in this case study, but I think your general idea of stop being a fucking wuss bag and take it to them is a hundred percent right. But I also could tell, you know, but right, like it's just not going to move the needle. And I do, and I do think part of it is that there is a, there might be some people on the left who want to draw a false equivalency, right? It's all just equally as bad, which is wrong. But there's plenty of liberals that don't want to deal with how bad it is. And this story became an escape fantasy for them. When I met people who were like, I want to do some of this, this and this with the Russia thing because I think it's part of like giving him some body blows while he tries to get rid of health care. Cool. I'm 100 percent with it. 
I'm skeptical of how effective it is, to be honest with you. And the polling showed that when Democrats just went to like, whatever, Russia, this guy's going to take your health care. That was much more effective. But that's like, I think I have media problems and I have strategy problems, but whatever. I agree with you. Beat the fuck out of them and don't go on Fox News unless you're there to, you know, argue. <laughs> One last thing here, if we can, just a quick antidote if or anecdote, excuse me, uh, if Waz can share any other stories about his basketball coach at uh, Lobster underscore minivan was curious. Yeah, I I saw this. Um, I saw this and I, I actually do have one and because it directly involves me. Right. Um, we I, I know it was like probably after like a really tough game. Right. Um, and so we had one of our hardest practices of the season. Uh, we had two. So Coach Leary was the was our head coach, older Irish guy. And then we had Frank Fontanetta, who was the assistant coach. And Coach Leary was like the strategy, blah, blah, blah guy. And Fontanetta at practices, his job was to be the drill sergeant. Like he was the one coordinating our defensive drills and making us do the runs and all of that. And so both of them were at practice today. Like if you had a only Coach Leary practice, you weren't going to run that much. You were basically going to run through a lot of strategy, a lot of um the finer detail type of stuff. If Fontanetta was at practice, it was going to be a condition in practice. So this practice was a condition in practice. And at the end of it, they always did this thing at the end of practice. They pick a player. Um, <laughs> they pick a player and you have to make two free throws in a row for us to go home. Um, and again, like this is after bad performance. Larry's chewing us out. He's talking about all the messed up things that we did, whatever. So he called, he throws the ball to me. I go up to shoot the free throws to end practice. I go up there. I, I, I airballed the free throw and literally goes, I'm tired of looking at your fucking faces. Get the fuck out of my gym and practice. Wow. <laughs> Damn. He kicked us out because I airballed the free throw. Hey, LeBron airballed the free throw last night. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Coach Leary, rest in peace, man. That was my guy. Uh, do we have any more loose ends, uh, Rob? No, I think that's it. You guys can send this home. Yeah, um, guys, check out Michael Brooks Show, patreon.com slash TMBS, all over YouTube. Get your tickets to the LA Live Show. Maybe Waz and I will, will finish this argument up there in person. <laughs> Maybe we could call Rachel Maddow, too. Dude, I, I'm sorry. Rachel Maddow, get the fuck. Look, you, I'll give you a, a one get the fuck out of here, and you give me one get the fuck out of here. Get the <laughs> fuck out of <laughs> <laughs> Um, Chicago Live Show, Join the Athletic, all accounting things, properties. We'll see you back next week.